Hi, this is Sushrut and thank you so much for tuning in to the season 2 of the You the Future Youth podcast. Today's episode features Rekha Shetty. Now talking about Rekha, Rekha is a person who has worked in the field of branding, communication and uh, media for a decade. You know, her expertise lies in creating engaging content, designing strategies for various platforms like television, media and radio. She has also worked with, with famous organizations, financial sector and banking sector for creating strategies. She's a, an amazing person and she is currently working for an organization called Gap. She utilizes her professional skills in helping organizations who are trying to make a change scale up. She's an amazing person. She's also a blogger, you know, and she believes in serving people she's all about giving back to the community who has provided so much for us she is an amazing person and she has an incredible journey and i'm sure you'll love it so stay tuned and watch the full episode thank you you and i'm sure the audience will be too okay so tell us something about yourself which you learned in this lockdown Yes, yes. Uh, I think all of us have learned something or the other, you know, in this lockdown. It has been, a, um, a, what do you say, a bad thing and also a good thing, which has also helped us in reflect a lot of things in our life. Mm-hmm. So, so some of the things that I have learned, you know, that um, humility is very very important like you know you really have to be um uh, humble and help everyone so uh, so that's what i have learned uh, that's what i have mainly learned from this lockdown the other thing you know that i have learned from this lockdown is how we all take everything for granted like even a single um simple things like you know time like right. we used to take so much uh, uh, so much of our time for granted you know even simple things like going for a walk we used to take for granted and now we realize the importance of all those things you know and if uh, things go away you just get you just get to know the value of some things when they go away exactly you know like um, so many simple things like now we feel see everybody is saying about how they are missing on eating pani puris which are okay. like so taken for granted in life <laughs> yeah but um, yeah so that's what i have realized you know not to uh, not to like really be grateful to whatever i have in life like i have a house to stay a place to um do all my work you know and food so i have i've like really been very you know filled with gratitude and um in this lockdown but of of all these things the main important thing i've realized is how you should invest in yourself right especially in this lockdown when you have you know so much of time it's like it's confusing you know you have time you also do not have time but then you that's an art that you have to manage it according to your um, according to your usefulness right. so but in you know, this if a lot of people come out of this lockdown without anything they never lack the time what they lack was discipline all the time exactly yeah <laughs> yeah so it is lot of discipline invest in yourself you know because the things are going to change and every day it changes so it's always 
nice to invest in ourselves because otherwise what are we going to do unless we don't take care of ourselves or look after ourselves so that's what i've learned amazing yeah great you know so i would also love to ask that like, you told that you had a long stint of career in marketing uh, in, uh, in sorry in media and everything so like, yes you we like when we last when we talked last you you said that you had a career in radios and everything and the, hmm. so what did you get from it how was it oh okay um so i really enjoyed you know that was a wonderful moment like i i enjoy creating uh, creating stories working on brands and so with my last stint at this radio station really taught me a lot of things the way i think now in terms of uh, brands or you know uh, creating content it's all thanks to them um and also what happens with radio is you know radio is a quick medium you don't really get lot of time to you know uh, brainstorm and do your things right. it's quite quick so you have to understand how very quickly you can come up with creative ways of you know uh, promoting things or um, or talking about communication so i really learned lot of these things skills from my radio background you know branding coming up with solutions in a quick time capturing ideas in a short format you know we all know how it is um, uh, when it is about words or stories you write huge pages right but then with audio it doesn't happen you have to tell things quickly because you don't really have enough time right so so all these things i learned there and i'm very thankful to it because it really helped me in um creating stories not only with words um but also audio because right. it really opens up your mind like audio is something it will give you a um you know blank canvas and you have to create your own story around it right. like you'll just listen and then you visualize so yeah so that's what i that's what i really enjoyed and learned from all these years of my you know uh, working with media and various platforms amazing this sounds very amazing so um then why did you move why did you think of moving on from such a lucrative career yeah that is one question you know i get to get asked by lot of people you know even now so yes it was an exciting and fun job i really used to you know enjoy doing it and uh, and also you know it's a fun place to work when you are in media you get to meet uh, though i'm not celeb uh, celeb uh, celebrity stuck but then you meet lot of celebs and also it was all good but then you know um, somewhere i also wanted to do something or you know bring some changes through my uh, through my work so as a person i have always been involved with you know community service helping so these are the things that has um, that has been with me since childhood you would always see me you know helping somebody or the other or um, doing some kind of volunteering so so when i was working i also started traveling a lot so i went to you know lot of places like 
Ladakh, Meghalaya, you know, um, uh, and I love trekking. So I go, I used to go on a lot of treks. So in my treks, I went to a lot of interior places, especially in Kashmir. So I realized there are so many things you can do, and okay. uh, so so many people out there, you know, especially in interiors and all, they are. they are there without much of a facility that you right. are very privileged to have right. and i wanted to really help so there i met lot of you know um, artisans or people who are doing some kind of change at the ground level and i realized all these people they also need the skills and skills which will help them grow and which will help them scale up what they are doing and right. somewhere around that time i also happened to you know volunteer myself for a fundraising um, uh, thing where i had to swim swim particular number of laps and raise money for um, uh, for farmers so uh, so somewhere uh, while i was doing that i met a lot of people and while speaking to them i understood their struggles i realized you know how much they are uh, doing for the society and yet there are few things that they are lacking because they do not have that skill set Right. do they have the ability to make the changes but they do not have that skill set like they don't really know how do we go forward with this thing or how do we communicate what we want to say so around that time you know i started um, i started toying with this idea that i should help them in doing that because i have the skills i know how to promote things i know how to create stories around that so i thought why not just make that so right. so yeah Yeah. So I thought, let me just do it, and I started doing that. I I thought I'll just take a sabbatical, I'll help or I'll consult few, you know, uh, social enterprises or companies that are doing some change. So uh, that's how I decided that I should just move on from this. You know, how is freelancing world like different? from regular world if you could throw some light especially working from home in the in this current scenario how is it different from the regular world okay um so it is quite funny i'll give you a story okay how it um, how it all started and how it was when i started and how it is now at the current scenario so the biggest difference um, according to me in terms of freelancing and working for an organization is in freelancing you are not part of an organization you are an organization right like you have to be you are to yourself That exactly is, you are you need a discipline yes you need everything you know you are your own boss you are your own uh, staff who you are your own colleague you are your own motivational booster you are on your own right from your finances sales marketing everything you have to do because there's nobody you need to go and market yourself you need to um do the finances yourself you need to come up with everything yourself so that's the biggest difference you know you have to be very disciplined and 
time management there is time management is very crucial when you are freelancing because you are working from home right you have that space when you know ki okay i am working from home but there are a lot of obstacles that can come like sometimes when you are working unlike unlike your other offices where nobody is going to disturb you here probably you will have some maid coming or you know you will have somebody coming and ringing the bell and it's all gone so you so you need to you know um, um always um, be uh, be with this discipline and time management skills and um, uh, i'll tell you a small story now you know so when i started freelancing uh, work from home or freelancing and things like that you know was always looked like um, oh you are a freelancer you work from home such a nice job such a chill job it is but now with the current scenario people have realized it is not a chill a chill job right. you have so many things happening you know and thankfully for me because i was always working from home i i didn't really feel the burden of it right now like many people if you will speak you know a lot of uh, working professionals are find they're finding it really hard to um, you know to get adjusted because it's lot of thing you have to look after your house your work everything so um, uh, yeah so for me it was quite okay but yeah when i initially started there were you know a lot of these things saying you know uh, how i am i am always available or you know people also forget that there is a thin line between um time as well you know when you are working from home people feel that you are always available to work so so these things also start you know coming up with but now i think it has changed little right. bit with everybody people are, working from people home people are actually stepping into freelancer shoes <laughs> exactly yeah otherwise it was always you know earlier like oh my oh you are working from home it is okay what work do you have anyways you know it used to be right. that way freelancers are looked down upon right and you know I, basically being a freelancer you need a lot of discipline because when you are working in an office or when you are working under someone you are committed to someone else but exactly. your commitment to yourself is very difficult because you cannot just cold yourself or you cannot be afraid of yourself and that does not make you work harder so you know that discipline is very needed yeah. yes it is lot of discipline you know otherwise it's very easy to get carried away and do lot of other things you really need to be disciplined with this and focused yeah so oh, you know so so that actually brings me to the next question which is like you talked about going like you wanted to help you wanted to serve and you know we really appreciate that and we are really big on that so i just want to uh, ask you how did you venture into these social uh, social organizations and social service so like i said you know when um, when i decided that i want to take a sabbatical and uh, i want to see how it goes i started working uh, with lot of social enterprises so um, uh so that time uh, i uh, uh, one of the first things that i did was i worked for a design studio who who design inclusive spaces like you know um, um 
different kind of install installations or you know different kind of play spaces including your five senses and mainly their play spaces were also for special kids like they would build um, they would build spaces for blind kids blind schools so i was really impressed by their work and i started working for them and um, that's how you know it all began so i started enjoying that work and i realized you know this is what i wanted to do so one thing led to another and um, so these guys they did some really amazing job with their play spaces unlike uh, you wouldn't see that kind of spaces anywhere in fact they were also you know named uh, 30 under 30 in forbes the founders right yeah yeah for their initiative and idea so it was that amazing so that led to one thing and one thing led to another thing so um, while working for them i also got associated with this um, uh, organization called as gap which is called as global action against poverty so what gap does is it builds and um, it supports uh, change making communities so you know uh, small scale uh, change makers or social enterprises who who have some innovative ideas that is you know beneficial for the society so gap would associate um, um uh, will would help them and um, how i was associated with gap was i i would help all these change makers in building their communication so whenever any change maker would require their uh, require help in you know a communication marketing or content that's when i would step in and help them so i have helped many many such social enterprises through gap uh, helped um, scaling their work helped uh, you know building everything around them and um, and while i was doing this so i never i never thought that you know i was just selflessly doing it without any thing right. but um, uh, but something happened last year which was also like a big boost to what uh, big boost to my decision that i took you know so so gap as an um, yeah event every year which is like a big event where you know many change makers many dignitaries uh, many activists come from across india uh for this conference and uh, so last year in uh, 2019 um, so they awarded me with the best uh, service award uh, gap service award and um, for all the work that i have done for you know various social enterprises uh-huh. and yeah. uh, Yeah, thanks and i received this award uh, and this is a very special award for me you know because right. for a lot of things uh, one was it was given to me at sabarmati ashram um, which is, is yeah yeah so which is like you know the most amazing place i feel so getting an award at sabarmati ashram and also getting an award by you know um, government dignitaries and uh, rakesh sharma Um, yeah so yeah and in front of you know so many famous people and activists and social organizations so it was like a real boost for me as well you know that it um, it really um, um, promoted or supported me or my idea of you know why i have shifted so 
so yeah so that also you know um, that's how i ventured in so one thing led to another so then i got associated with you know many organization uh, then there was one time when i traveled to interiors of rajasthan and uh, you know bareilly for some uh, work uh, ground work with uh, with young kids from you know rural background so so yeah so that's how i started and i enjoy doing it now amazing amazing wow okay so uh, that brings us to our next question which is what are your lessons as a marathon runner what would you like to say about the discipline that a runner inculcates with time you know um, running started as a personal goal for me it um, it uh, it wasn't like really um um it it just started as a personal goal for me because i never really ran in my life i was um, i was an overweight kid uh, growing up and uh, you, you know how it is with kids when you are you know not uh, not in their um, Uh, when you're not like yeah in the bracket or in the ideal weight or things so i was always uh, said or everybody you know kept saying that i won't be able to run so that's how i started running i just wanted to you know run and feel how it feels because i've never ran in my life i thought let me just run and see how it feels and i started running and that's when you know i realized that running is just more than just fitness so yeah. there is this famous uh, phrase you know that life is not a sprint it's a marathon so i never yeah. really understood yeah. that phrase till the time i started running it's only when i started running i realized there is uh, so much to that than just being that phrase yeah. so so how running i uh, running is for me you know it has made me believe that nothing is impossible all you need is you know discipline you need focus and you need to be you know uh, resilient and come up with that never give up attitude right, right. this uh, these are the these are the few things that you know um, running has really taught me and um, uh, in fact running teaches you lot of things which i frankly i really can't you know cover in cover <laughs> right, in my right. answer because it teaches so many things and but you have uh, to experience it by yourself because you exactly. know, running is a very different activity which needs a lot of discipline which needs a lot of focus which needs a lot of stuff which basically needs a lot of mental power which a lot of people lack yes yes like i always believe you know people say that you know you can't like really do it people keep saying that you can't do it but i always feel you know you can do everything you just need to you know guide your mind physically you can do it it's you know mentally you just need to prepare your mind that they can, the mind can do it and your body will just get aligned and it will start doing it right every and, start uh, from right here yeah you exactly. you might also have experienced a lot of this in the mountains right trekking yes yes in trekking as well you know and that is um, that's why i also love trekking because it really connects you with yourself because trekking is one place where you you just get disconnected because the mobiles are not working 
you you are on your own you are so so on your own there can be so many obstacles you think that you won't be able to climb that mountain but then you realize you have already climbed that mountain right. and it's amazing to see how you have I, exactly so it's all about you know telling your mind you can do it and then you will do it and um, yeah so with the running there is also you know um, one amazing thing is about time it really teaches you to value time because running is all about timing you ask any runner and the first question they will ask you is uh, what is your time because yeah. timing is is very important in running um apart from that also you know it teaches you how you can balance your busy life and uh, dedicate that time for yourself you need to dedicate that much of time so that you can practice for you know months and then achieve your goal you can't like really go out of it if you are out of that then you will lose the race so you need to you know have a proper balance of um, time discipline uh, focus and practice right yeah yeah you know so also like you mentioned that you love trekking and everything you know and while talking you also told us that you have gone to spiti that in the ecosphere and everything for a much greater purpose than yourself so yes. what can you tell us about your experience is in spiti and like can you narrate some of them Yes so why did you go in the first place why did i go yeah okay uh, so like i said you know i i keep getting this kind of uh, let's say um, this kind of attacks i would like to say where i want to just you know go explore things i like getting cut off from my normal thing and just go and spend some time but with spiti what had happened was i was looking for some uh, uh you know i was looking for volunteering because i keep looking for volunteering work that's what i like it really makes me happy so i was looking for some volunteering work and i came across spiti ecosphere and i was following them since a long time and um, that's when i came across uh, uh, their volunteering work and then i thought let me just go to spiti because i had never been to spiti and it was always on my a list wish for list. a long time yes so uh, it was on my wish list you know for a long time i wanted to explore it so i thought like we just go and i am not the person who really likes going on a luxury trip i would rather go you know um um on uh, home stays yes <laughs> through you know uh, like solo trips very very budget trip like my spiti was a very budget trip it was hardly i would have spent anything i was in like a very tight budget for spiti i you know took local buses and all those things and even the even my stay was you know like 100 rupees a night or something like that so so it was that way so i always prefer doing that yeah you also like you also talk a lot about the whole service and everything and you know like we we love it yeah and like when we last talked with you 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 told us about the things that you did at spiti like the 
like the experience yeah. of you being with special kids and everything and you know that that was so touching so like can you actually like narrate the incident for the for the viewers it's really beautiful yeah uh, so with spiti what i did was you know with spiti uh, we trekked from village to village and there is a village called as demul and spiti uh, doesn't really get lot of water uh because there's not enough rain so what we did was we created a rainwater harvesting for um, for that village where we had to create trenches so that the water can just accumulate right. so uh, um, so in spiti that's what i did with spiti ecosphere we traveled to villages created this rainwater harvesting um and uh, stayed with you know local uh, local homestays villagers help them with their day to day life i in fact even learned cooking from them like cooking local dishes from them uh, yeah so yeah so in spiti you know it was an amazing time i can't like really express what i spent uh, what i felt in spiti in fact i made so many friends over there on the last day i had to you know literally walk through the uh market of kaza and said bye to everybody and they have also <laughs> said and if they, if there wasn't a lockdown like if there wasn't a pandemic this year uh, by this very moment in august i was supposed to be in spiti Amazing. for a month wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh, like all everyone yeah everyone's plans have cancelled the same way i my plans have cancelled so yeah so uh, so spiti cosphere uh, do some really amazing job at spiti you know you guys should check it out like they always come up with some or the other kind of activity like there would be uh, like how we did rainwater harvesting there would be building um, you know water tanks or you know helping the villagers with something so it's always um, they're always coming over some of the activity and uh, it's a nice uh, place and there are a nice set of people who would really tell you about everything about local you know and uh, no luxury involved no luxurious things so if you're looking at luxurious things so no luxury involved it's a very rugged uh, experience over there amazing oh, yeah. okay so um, talking about this complete raw tracks small budgets uh you write a lot about minimalism too right so yes. would you like to share a few insights about the complete thing because the right uh, you were talking a lot about the complete you know raw tapes tight budgets and a lot of stuff so basically i'd like to hear lo- hear more about that okay um yeah so i think minimalism i'm born with that i feel you know sometimes because um, since childhood my thankfully my parents my family has thought about minimalism a lot to us it has always been an important part in my family um, like you know my grandmother who is no more i was so like it was such a mixed feeling you know when she had passed away though i was sad but i was so amazed to see when she she didn't really had anything all she left was you know maybe 10 10 sarees and you know just two bangles and a <laughs> chain that's it like all her life she stayed she she was in her early 80s and all she had was this you know and i was so amazed with that 
so it was it has always been that way um in family so i've grown up that way i don't really you know buy a lot of things that i don't need i i always have this thing about you know whenever i'm going to buy anything is it a need or is it a want i only buy things when i know it is a need and if it is a want then i don't really give in there are only right. you know few times when i would you know just go ahead and buy otherwise i only buy things that i really need right so Because, you know people have this tendency to love things, things. and use, use people, people. actually yeah. this, this is not how it works people should actually you know love people and use things and exactly in in fact you know you will realize now with the lockdown i'm sure many people realize they are not using lot of things that they own are we using mm-hmm. the clothes yes. are just lying there in the cupboard you realize these are not like very important things all you need is you know peace of your mind some food to eat and some work maybe that's it otherwise yeah. you don't really you know do a need lot of things so i've always been that way even when i'm trekking or you know any trip i am always packed very minimalistic my i don't really buy lot of bottles from outside i would always refill bottles so my entire spiti trip entire spiti trip from bombay to spiti to back you know i i was only with a bottle i filled bottle everywhere right. so yeah i'm conscious that way you know i don't and and people will help you know it's it's nice you just need to ask them pani milega they will give it to you so it's always that way you know and um, so i've always been very conscious with that towards the environment so we you don't really require a lot of things so last year i got married and our wedding was also you know very minimal wedding because uh, we didn't really wanted to spend a lot of things okay. our guest was uh, 120 so 60 from my side and 60 from my uh, partner side only the close relative and handful of friends maybe so our um, there was no decoration for us um it uh, we didn't really you know spend on any decoration whatever decoration was was minimal local flowers which was then reused for uh, composting and other things the place where we had a smaller functions you know that place was eco friendly uh, place so everything right. that was being used for the wedding was being reused by the uh place by the resort guys so even wow. the food even the food there was you know the the food was divided according to the biodegradable and things like that right Our, i read um, about your blog about your minimalism also everyone yeah. check out her blog tripping over yeah it's really good right right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you know she has written it very wonderfully about her minimalistic wedding which actually amuses us because a lot of us have these very weird and not actually weird but we have this feeling of we have this want for wanting big events and big things a lot of people gathering for us but actually yes. that's not how it goes right 
Yes, yes. In reality, we need to be close to the ones we love and do like what makes us happy, not worry about external things. Yeah, that's what you know. You don't like. Uh, you will realize why are you doing all these things to who for whom? You know, it's better you be happy, your close circuit, and that's what we wanted, and that's what we did. Like even my clothes were from you know uh, from we we were. I didn't really wanted to buy anything from. I recycled a lot of things. so oh. yeah so all those things you know and frankly though it was a small wedding i we still keep getting messages you know how people really enjoyed because they they felt it was very nice small and they really intimate. enjoyed yeah. yeah yeah intimate yeah so imagine like if i would have spent that much i'm not sure if they would have come back with the same thing right so, wow that's yeah. really good you know yeah and the thing the thing is you know people feel that when you spend too much you are going to get the quality but it is not always that way you can always be very minimal and get the quality as well yes you know the quality of your life is the quality of your emotions yes amazing <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah you know yeah you know so you like you while we were talking you also talked about volunteering for an organization conducting trekking Conducting trekking for physically challenged people. You know, can you, can you tell yes. us more about those experiences? Yeah. Um, uh, so there is this organization. It's an NGO called as Phoenix Foundation. Okay. So they organize treks for physically challenged people or say special people, mm-hmm. and they do it every year. Every year, once or twice, depending on you know um, how. Uh, how the um, uh, participants are and feeling about it right. so um, so we uh, so it happens every year so once i'd been with them to sihagarh which is a very uh, very normal trek for us but it is challenging for you know these guys but it's amazing to see how they go like it's really amazing I, and i was so taken aback you know when i saw them walking and not taking support and still enjoying with so much of pain and um, they're just amazing you know like we all the participants that we have are so jovial so full of life like they will do they're just very happy like you know there are partial blind people um, people without limbs um, or you know uh, polio ridden um, uh, people and all but it's amazing but and i've been trekking with them since 3 years now so last yeah. december yeah so last december was a challenging trek for us not yeah. only for the participants but also for the volunteers that we are so how this volunteering thing works is you know each participant get one volunteer so okay. that you know we are always around them when they need us like some places if they need support to climb up or climb down and all so it's how it is so one volunteer is equal to one participant or two participant depending on whatever it is but this uh, last uh, december was very uh, challenging for us because we had decided to take them to kalsubai uh, so yes. now tanish yes yeah. so uh, you guys would know you would have uh, trek that peak right so right. it's uh, it's difficult for them 
mm-hmm. uh, because it is a long trek and they can't like really you know take that much of load so it was challenging and uh, we decided that we'll go we'll go on an overnight trek because they are going to take a more time than you know what a normal person would do mm-hmm. but when we finished and when we came down even the participants you know even this uh, amazing people they were so shocked to see that they climbed that mountain <laughs> they couldn't believe that they climbed that mountain they climbed the um, uh ladder everything you know and um, there were so many people normal people who were also trekking and they also stood there and they were just looking at all of us and all this uh, participants and started clapping and they started getting motivated saying you know look at them they are doing and look at us we are you know cribbing so so it's it, it is amazing it it you only can see them you know and uh, realize how nice it is you know so, and so many of them were in tears after kalsubai trek because they just couldn't believe that they had done this for some it was dream like for us you know achiti ke kalsubai ja kar aate hai right but for them it was um it was their dream like one participant told me you know bas mujhe ek bar kalsubai jana tha wo ho gaya ab main khush hu so yeah so it's it's how it is you know this is what is it, all it is all about setting in achieving goals yeah so and also the exactly and also see there also the mind plays so much uh, an important part right. so physically we say you know they are, they are lacking but you know mentally they had already decided that they wanted to do it and they did it right yeah Amazing. so yeah yeah so maybe anybody who is listening you should get in touch with phoenix foundation you know every year we want lot of volunteers to come but uh, we struggle with volunteers but it's it's fine like we manage on our own as well right yeah okay so everyone a shout out to phoenix foundation yeah. you can just you should everyone should do some kind of social work and this is a very amazing thing to be volunteering for yes yes you know it's yeah. all about it's all about service you know like yeah. when you can yeah and you know i always feel you know we say right you are helping and you are volunteering but it's also the other way around you don't realize that part or that volunteering is also helping you you change as a person it improves your perspective opens you up so somewhere you are also doing or spending investing in yourself yeah. by doing this you know actually right now hearing about this experience is actually very much moving and you know when you yeah. feel this complete thing you will be emotionally so moved and yeah basically emotional movement actually gets you to gets you the motivation to do anything like if you can master the emotions you can master anything and you know this is a very good way to you know learn about your emotions yeah you know and basically it's all about service you know it's all about service it's all about giving back to the community who provides so much for us and does so many things for us without even taking yeah. asking for anything yeah and and we all can do you know you don't really require a lot of time people always say you know we do not have time or we do not have this but you don't really require a lot of time even a half an hour thing is you know you can spend like a, a 
i can give you one more example you know where i am part of this um, ngo called as uh, the lighthouse project so okay. what they do is they mentor uh, kids from not so uh, not so good background you know economically not so good background for okay. kids from municipality schools and all you need to give is half an hour or you know one hour in two weeks so in a month you spend like two hours that's it and two hours we can easily take you know right right you know two hours yeah. you you just turn on netflix and two hours are gone straight like that you, you ah, exactly <laughs> yeah so just give the two hours you know for lighthouse project and you you are changing somebody's life by being their guide and helping them in you know growing up and understanding things around right right okay great so this brings us to the end two last two questions of the complete session these two are the hmm. standard questions that we ask to everyone because this is our motto to normalize okay. mental health okay so uh, the question is what do you have to say about mental health okay considering all the circumstances that uh, circumstances and you know events that happened in the complete lockdown and pandemic thing hmm so mental health you know uh, before answering that i would like to ask a question to you okay so you guys answer you know have you ever heard of you know of a leave for mental health like how you have sick leave at office have you ever heard of a mental health leave no 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 right see that's the problem because we we don't really give importance to it you know we always say ki sick leave hota hai because physically you are not feeling sick but mentally nobody talks and it is so important it is as important as being physically fit you know uh, you you can't like really get exhausted and keep working so much or um, or not give that much of importance how many times do we take break from you know things when we feel ki no we are not like you know mentally mentally drain ho gaya i am not like really feeling to do anything but that's that time also you will start feeling guilty that you know i haven't done anything and then you will start blaming so we don't really give importance to mental health but it is a very important part like even in a school how many schools in how many schools do they teach you know how important it is to handle failures or how important it is to handle what you're going through nobody teaches right. so it is quite important especially with the current scenario we all or most of us are going through something or the other you know irrespective of what you are or where you are all of us are fighting our own battles right now mm-hmm. with so much of uncertainty you know outside within us the family economic finance everything you know and it is so important that we don't really speak which we should we, sh- we need to you know speak and what i really really don't uh, not don't like but what i really feel uh, you know we don't uh, focus on is you know how mental health is not only about uh, grown ups mental health is equally important for kids as well you know irrespective of your age kid um uh, in your 20s even elders we all need that awareness that we need to be you know also mentally 
fit and strong and speak to somebody take things as it is you know that's very important right and don't really you know um, get life is not a race but we have made life as a race you know like ek khatam ho gaya chalo dusra chalu ho gaya school khatam na college college khatam na kaam kaam khatam get married it's it's not like a race you can just take it even if it doesn't happen at whatever set time it's okay right so it is okay to not Yeah, it is. You know, so many times, like we say, right? When we are not feeling like doing anything, people will still say, "Ki oh, you have wasted your time." Right. It, it happens. It's okay. You don't feel like doing it. It's fine. You just have to, you know. Um, it is not about wasting your time. If something makes you happy, and if you need a break, then uh, then you know, the time that you spend in yourself does not count as time wasted. Exactly. Yeah, that's what you know. Like the time which again, you yeah. spend in loving yourself, or giving yourself a treat, or reading, or listening to music, or doing something that actually amuses you and keeps you happy does not count yes. as wasted time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. self care is not selfish. Yes, and unless yeah. you don't give self care, how are you going to give that care and love to others? You know, you need to first start loving and <laughs> exactly. caring for yourself. You have to fill so, your cup. But. exactly yeah so like me uh, like what i do you know i know that i have a busy busy day or whatever i don't really have the time but there are there are this two two hours that i will dedicate you know irrespective of whatever it is for myself i do my yoga irrespective of however busy or whatever i'm doing right. i will just read like tanish said you know i i will read or sometimes you know i just sit near the window and do nothing i like staring outside looking at the trees and birds and you know even people like i find joy in doing that or you know i find it calming my mind right so it's okay to do all those things and just give yourself that time amazing please yeah yeah you know so which brings us to the last question the segment which is what message do you have for the society okay um so uh, this is what i always believe you know this is how i have grown up or how i do things so i believe in this thing called as care so now care is something that i have invented for myself and i follow that so um, care is nothing but you know it is a conscious living it is add empathy it is reinvent and enjoy it to the fullest that's how i do my you know oh, things for nice. myself so that is an acronym like, that you created care yeah exactly yes care, so yeah so whatever decisions i have to take or whatever things i have to do i always see you know if it is all these things i'll do it i am very conscious when it comes to living i don't really spend on lot of things or you know conscious about buying things and all those things empathy empathy is something that i really feel is missing now we all are so much you know involved uh, in, in yeah and we are so much into fighting with each other we we have stopped listening to everybody we just want to fight so 
you just need to add that empathy and also see you know that the opposite person might also need something you need that empathy it's not always about yourself it's also about see looking around and um, and and reinvent you can't like you know i always uh, emphasized earlier as well you have to invest in yourself you have to reinvent you can't be the same person always you know you need to change with the growing time you need to accept people's perspective you need to reinvent and think okay this if this is the way i am thinking why is somebody saying that you know this can also be done reinvent and see whether you can be that so mm-hmm. and you, the more you will learn i always feel you know learning never stops i would always want to be a person who is learning even when till the last minute of my time you know i want to learn like there is no time for learnings mm-hmm. you can learn you can learn cycling when you are 50 years old also you can learn uh, cycling when you are young also there is no time just reinvent yourself keep learning things you know it will help you grow it will help you open up your perspective right would you like please uh, would you please you know say the acronym again c stands for yes so c stands for conscious living conscious. a stands for add empathy add uh, empathy. r stands for reinvent and e stands for enjoy life enjoy. to the fullest <laughs> Wow, like that's so good to, you know it's so unique yeah you need to enjoy life you know to the fullest otherwise like you like people will keep telling you know like ye karo wo karo aise karo waise karo because the society is that way we come with a set of rules yeah. and they everybody feels that you should uh, be in that rule but you know i read about this complete the, thing like the opposite of courage these days is not cowardice it is conformity like people conform to things without knowing what it is all about yes yes they just give in and they don't know why they're doing what they're doing they do it just because someone else is doing that yes see that's what like you can't like you need to understand what is your purpose why do you want to do like when i was working and you know when i decided that i want to quit lot of people discouraged me saying you know how can you just leave you are making the wrong decision but somewhere i knew that my purpose was not this i can't like really do that so yeah you know so our purpose yeah. needs to be greater than us yes yeah we all need to understand what our purpose is you know see um so this is again something that i believe that you don't always have to follow a set path each one is different and one will have a different path and different journey your journey and path is going to be different from mine so we can't like really take the same path Uh, yeah you know and you can find your purpose by actually serving and being of service to the people because that's yes. how you actually gain a love and confidence yeah amazing so yes. this was great i am very much moved about your, about your complete story and experience so thank you so much rekha for joining us today and we hope the audience is very much moved and they loved this episode a lot a shout out to 
her instagram page tripin over life and her blog tripinoverlife.com and guys please keep following you the future instagram page we are working on the website and it will be live soon thank you so much everyone we'll see you soon